Tell Me About Your Life, etc. Series 1, Episode 4, Downfall from One Small Pill. Hi, Ashley. It's so nice to meet you today. Nice to meet you, too. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I know you were telling me a little bit about your past and how you had quite a few struggles when you were younger. Do you want to tell me a little bit about, you had said you'd got into drugs. How did that begin? How did you get into that? Well, um, you know, I actually didn't start too young. I was probably 24 years old. By the time I started, I'm 33 now. So my significant other and myself, um, and we are still together today, both clean and sober, we decided we wanted to try a Percocet or something together. Who knows why? I can't really tell you why, but I was waitressing at the time. So I looked around and I asked waitresses and someone offered me something else, quote unquote, it ended up being a bag of heroin. And stupidly, (laughs) I said, yes, I tried it. And I fell in love. I did. And unfortunately, my significant other did as well. So that's where we started. It was, you know, a once in a blue moon thing. Then it turned into maybe a bi-weekly thing. Then it turned into one day. We just knew that, oh gosh, we can't stop, you know? What do you think was about it that you liked? Was it the actual physical addiction to it or was it the way it changed your thinking? What I loved the feeling of it. Like I said, I was a waitress. It made me, well, I thought <laughs> it made me you know, energetic and, and like I could do anything and I just felt good doing it, you know, that feeling only lasted so long until it just made you feel like crap eventually. But yeah. (laughs) And your family, does it have a history of addiction? I do have addiction in my family. My father is an addict. His parents were alcoholics. Um, my, my mother's side, they're some addicts. So there is a history. Uh, her brother, my uncle passed away at 25 years old from an overdose. So when I was younger, I was completely against it. You know, like uh, that will never be me until the day it was. <laughs> wow. And so, like you said, you're not exactly sure why you guys decided to do it, but you did. <laughs> And then it really changed your life. And how bad did it get your addiction? I mean, obviously you and your um, significant other, you know, did it together. Did you guys both spiral? Was it pretty similar Uh, pattern? it, It took over our lives. We were living, just the two of us, in a three-bedroom apartment, gorgeous, to probably within a year living at my parents' house, neither of us had a vehicle eventually, to losing jobs, to getting arrested. Um, I've been to jail. Yeah, it, it got very bad. It took over and it took over pretty quickly. Wow. How did your family um, react to it? We hear a lot about people enabling other people. I wouldn't say anyone enabled me. My mother, so she was the first one I ever told that I had a problem. She brought me to my very first detox and wiped the tears off my cheek. And, you know, she, she was surprised, shocked, and she just wanted to support me through it. I don't think anyone so much enabled me. When you're an addict, you learn 
how to manipulate manipulate people into enabling you. They don't even know they're enabling you. Like, hey, can I get $10 for gas? Can I get $10 for food? Like, so they don't mean to be my family anyway, didn't they didn't know they were enabling me, you know? So but when you're you're in active addiction, you know, you figure out ways to get what you need. How long did it take you before you realized, you know, I need help? I think my first detox, I was about a year and a half or so in, and I've been to several detoxes. The final detox that worked for me and the turning point was in 2018. Um, I was going in and out of detox. I was going in, coming out, messing up, going back. I, I, I spent New Year's in detox that year. And um, finally, you know, I wanted it. I, I wanted to get clean. I wanted to be sober. I wanted all the things I had before, my family back. And I got pregnant with my daughter, who is going to be three now in November. And that just gave me what I needed to do it. Yeah. And tell me what it was that, about having a daughter that motivated you. Well, I can remember um, sitting in jail or a a detox and seeing these women either visiting their children, missing their children, didn't have their children and being like, I don't want that to be me. Um, I don't want, you know, I don't want my daughter visiting me in jail. I don't want my daughter to ever live my story. Maybe someday she can know my story but I don't want her to live through my story. Like, and I don't want it to affect her. So, so were you able to change right, right away as soon as you knew you were pregnant or did you like slide back a little bit during that time, but mostly stay sober? I, I got clean. Um, I stuck with it. I had one slip up since 2000, March, 2018. And yeah, I, it, she makes it easy, like it's not easy. Don't get me wrong. There's work that you have to do. You have to do to remain sober, but she made it easier. So, yeah. Oh, that's, that's really a wonderful story, Ashley. And it's so nice of you to share that. And really, I applaud you for going through that and staying sober. Like you say, it's not easy. What has been the hardest part for you? The hardest part probably was when I lost my mother. She has always been my support, my friend, my everything. You know, um, I wanted to go to go somewhere to eat. I called mom. If I needed something, I called mom. I mean, I called mom five times a day and I lost her unexpectedly. So that was the hardest situation I had to deal with since, you know, 2018. So other than that, like in sense of like keeping sober the whole time, the hardest thing would probably be removing yourself from the people that do it. Mm-hmm. You have to move away from the friends or the so-called friends that you were doing these things with, that they thought it was okay to do these things, you know? Do you, was there a time when you were in your lowest points that you look back and you're disgusted at yourself about, or do you just realize, well, that's where I was at the time? Oh, I've done some things that I'm not happy with. Um, I, I don't know if I would say disgusted because I do have, I did have a problem. I, I mean, I always will have a problem. I just have to make sure I don't let it come out again. But 
you know, things that I did, I felt like I was making, I was surviving. Mm -hmm. Like that's the mentality that I had. Then do I regret things? Absolutely. If I could take things back, would I? Absolutely. I meant to mention, I'm really sorry that you lost your mom. That sounds like that was really a terrible thing to have happened to you. You know, especially you. you guys were so close. So I'm really sorry you went through that. Have you been able to find other friends that are good, a good influence and a good support for you? Maybe family? You know who my influence are? is they, That's exactly it. It's family. They always want what's best for you. Um, I have a sister. She's four years older than me. She is my biggest support, uh, especially since I lost my mother. Like, and just, you know, wanting to make people in my family proud, let, you know, have them be proud of me, you know, that's really good that you guys can be there for each other and support each other, especially without your mom. That's really good. What are the things that you're doing to keep yourself sober? So after the loss of my mom, I don't think that I don't, like I said, I have to still work at it. I, I I still do meetings. I still you know, I have a sponsor and everything else. So a relapse is always possible. But after the loss of my mom, I think nothing can be harder than that. So I, agree I, with I you. feel like I have it. I feel like I have it now. I feel like I got it now. Yeah, um, that's true. I won't, I won't take it for granted. And I am I appreciate my sobriety. So I won't take it for granted. But I think I can get through it now. Yeah, that's great. Wow. You've gone through a lot. And what do you think you're going to tell your daughter when she's old enough about your experience to hopefully stop her from going down the same road? When she's old enough, I probably will tell her my story um, in a in an age appropriate way as time goes on. And when she gets older and, and, you know, teenage years, maybe in a little more in-depth way, but I think information is power. Knowing what I've been through and that she doesn't want to do it, she doesn't want to go through these things. And I'm not just telling her that because I heard it through dare. I'm telling her that because I went through it. Um, so I think it's very important that I'm honest with her about it. I don't think she needs all the gruesome details, but... <laughs> Yeah, enough to, to help her understand, like you say, have knowledge of what to do and what not to do. Now, I know you told me that you were, it's really important for you to spend a lot of time with your daughter, and that you were able to start a business at home that helped you to provide for her. And, and you want to tell me about that? Well, yeah, I recently joined Avon. My daughter just recently went to school. She's going to be three in November. I've been at home with her ever since she was born. So I was looking for something to join um, to make some money to financially help my family. And I found Avon and they've been around forever. So I decided to go with them because I love what they stand for. You know, the woman empowerment thing, they give back, they give back to breast cancer, feed the children, domestic violence. And I was able to get myself some products to try and they are not like they used to be. Their products are phenomenal. The prices are unbeatable. So I figured what better agency to join an Avon to empower women and help my family. That's really great. And what is your favorite product that they have? Oh, I love their makeup, all of it. I love their makeup, their skincare. Um, like I, I'm obsessed with makeup and skincare and 
I was really nervous. I wasn't going to love it, but I didn't. It's all great. <laughs> so. Oh, that's great. And how do you promote your business? I promote online. I have a page on Facebook. It's called Avon by Ashley 2.0. And I also have a e-store on the Avon website. Wow, that's great. How do you help your clients, you know, or people you contact? Do you try to develop a personal relationship with them and help them even figure out what they should buy or help them if they don't have a lot of knowledge, say, about makeup? Yeah, I'm actually speaking of that. Um, I'm acquiring all the things I need to give free makeovers really soon. So that's, I'm going to be doing that really soon. Um, I got a bunch of eyeshadows and things to try. I'm just waiting for some more things to come in before I can launch it, but I'm going to be doing makeovers because I feel like it's important for people to be able to try the things um, before they want to buy. Do you try to keep up with trends? Because I know makeup, like anything in fashion is always changing. So I'm sure Avon is keeping up with the trends. Do you also do something to kind of keep up with things? Yeah, Avon is right on trend. I've done a lot of research on Avon since I started and they are one of the most visited. They're the top four visited in the world website. Like they are, they are on trend. Um, what my thing is, is getting in front of people to show them. It, it's very difficult on social media with everything that's out there to get in front of people so that they can see that how the products and everything now. Yeah, I agree with you. Sometimes we get information overload. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you're just an amazing person, Ashley. I admire you so much for having come through what you've come through and that now you have a really good family life and a daughter that you care about. So I have to go back and ask you, your daughter's three, what are some cute things that she does? Oh my God, she's the best. She's the most loving little girl. She's funny. She's silly. She loves her aunties and her family. She calls her my sister, Uncle Lissa. Yes, my <laughs> sister, Uncle Lissa. Um, she's just a very lovable girl. Very polite for almost three-year-old. Like, can I have this, please? Thank you. Like, uh, she, I, I'm just already so proud of her. And I, I'm very excited to watch her grow. Oh, that's just, that's so wonderful. And I know that you're having a business at home and the experiences you've had that you're going to do a really good job as a mom. Thank you. I, I'm trying. That's for sure. <laughs> I think you're succeeding. Well, thank you thank so you. much, Ashley, for your time today. Thank you for sharing your story. That's not an easy story to tell other people. So thank you very much. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. The views expressed by the guests do not necessarily represent the views or lifestyle of the creator of this podcast. Thank you.